What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. Back again with my good friend Ian, and we are here hammering out, you know, just another area of his business. Now, what I love about Ian, he's a great sport, um, and you know, it's so cool because if you reflect back on Ian's journey, you know, he's been through the ups and downs, you know, and he's still going through it, and that's business. You know, there's never, you know, one business breakthrough that's just going to like take your business into another stratosphere. You know, every level you're going to hit. Uh, new roadblocks, you know, you know, challenges that need to be overcome. So in this one, uh, really having to make a decision here. You know, Ian has been struggling with the the two people that he's been, you know, employing, and timeframes are getting behind. He's he's still breaking even on some jobs, maybe even losing a little money. Uh, so we have to make a decision asap uh, for the success of his company. So we hammer that out in this episode right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's up, everyone? I'm back with Ian, the man, Sebastian Brink. It's actually Sebesta. Sebesta. Depends <laughs> on gonna, what part of the country and you were born in. I'm from New Jersey, so things get yeah, skewed. That's true. <laughs> um, what's up, man? So tell me, you know, last time we spoke, uh, there's been these two guys. Has anything changed? I know you and I, there were some frustrations happening about time frames. Just, what's going on, man? Give me some, give me, give, give, give me the scoop. Um, so... Yeah, so I have two guys still working. Or actually, I have three guys working for me now. I just hired a helper. Um, and yeah, no, it's just like I've kind of gotten to that point where in my business, it's kind of like I'm running low, man. I'm, I'm low on fuel. It's, 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 it's killing me because it's like I don't even want to do estimates anymore because like I feel like I'm letting down the clients. Um, you know, I, I recently told you on an Instagram post that like my guys had a four-day job. That's what I it would kind of price it out to be. It turned into an eight day job. Uh, well, right now we're on day 10. So it's even going further. And I mean, the scope of work is not enough to be more than a five day job. That's actually what I priced at the beginning. My apologies, not four. It's supposed to be five days. So we're double the amount of time that they're on this job. They're recognizing it. I'm recognizing it. My The, the clients are recognizing it. Even my, um, my one of my good friends, Alex, uh, he's like, how is it taking them this long? Um, you know, I go onto the site, I'm, I'm disappointed by the, the way I'm seeing them do the work, you know, they're leaving garbage on the customers, you know, spare beds, like on top of the bed, none of the furniture is covered in plastic, even though I said, guys, we got to start covering this with plastic. Um, you know, I'm finding that they're leaving a mess upstairs at the end of the day before we're leaving, like, as they are still living up there, they're still using the master bedroom as their bedroom. Um, even though their beds in the middle of the bedroom, there's, you know, trim laying on the floor you know this morning i went to go unload the tools and they're putting their coffee cups on top of the client's car and i'm just like why are you putting that there like like on the ground not on someone's car you know what i mean there's there's no respect for the the homeowners the customers like they're respectful to their face but their their property and their house is just disrespected um you know the speed of the guys who i hired is just not there you know i talked to many people and like industry standard they're so below it 
And, um, you know, I'm just kind of like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to, to change gears, right? I, I need to change gears. I need to get someone else in, in door, but, um, you know, indeed isn't working out for me. I I've, I've had indeed running with $8 a day and I'm really not getting anything out of it. Maybe four or five people this last month. Um, I got Kijiji now, which is like Craigslist in Canada, as well as Facebook marketplace. I've just put posts on this uh, last couple of days. But yeah. Wow. Dude, that's a lot. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's just like, at this point, I got that feeling where it's like, I want to just take them into a separate meeting. Um, and I want to be able to, you know, talk to them and try to fix this. But I feel like I've tried fixing this like six times. And at this point, I don't even know if there's a way I can. Um, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of tough because I don't want to, I don't want to keep trying and trying to fix this where it's just like being a dead horse at this point. You know what I mean? So you hired a third guy. Yeah. They, they said to me, they said that to be able to get the time on track, we could use a helper. So I went, how's that been working out? Uh, well, he only started last week. This is his second week. Um, you know, last week was also a, a shortened week because obviously the holidays. So he only worked uh, Monday, Tuesday, unfortunately had a little leg injury from uh, his after work activities. So he didn't work the Tuesday. Uh, he worked Wednesday, Thursday, and then this week, um, I believe it was Monday, Tuesday that he's worked. And then obviously today's Wednesday. Um, so what about, uh, you know, are, so these are, are these the two guys that you've had for this whole time? Exactly. And they're still not like, like caring about the small details, like putting coffee cups on people's cars. And yeah, I've even they, had like my painter who was working on a site with them. Here's a couple examples, right? My painter's working on a site with them. Um, like, I think it was like the last job that we did. And I asked him, I said, like, man, why is this job taking so long? And he's like, well, as example, you got off the phone with them. And after I said, like, guys, we have to get this job done. It's like, try to get as much trim as you can done today. And they sat there for about 20 to 30 minutes talking about how they weren't going to get the job done instead of just doing it. And they were talking about how Ian's expecting us to get all this trim done. We already did so much today. I think we're, we're, there's no point of even trying to finish today. We might as well just start wrapping up now. And they just started sweeping and brooming. And you're in, you, we gotta, you gotta switch gears here. I don't think the issue sales anymore. Sounds like you're doing fine selling. I haven't even done it. Okay, this is a little bit embarrassing. I haven't even done an estimate in over a month. What do you mean? Why? I haven't ran an estimate over a month because one, I didn't need to work. And two, I, I don't even want to. Well, what are you doing with your leads? They, they're literally just getting followed up with drip jobs, which thank God for drip jobs or else it would be a fucking disaster. But um <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I literally, they're so just wait, in the wait, so you, so are you, tell me, let me ask you this. Are you in a yeah. position where you don't even want to sell because of how poor your jobs Absolutely. are going? Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's interesting. And I talk about this is how the confidence I did a podcast episode on this about like how, when your production's solid, like your, your sales will just be just the confidence that you exude. You can't even go in confident. You don't even want to show up. Exactly. Cause it's just like, I feel like I'm already letting down the client when I say, they ask, how long is it going to take? And it's like, I don't want to even tell them what I think it's going to take. I, what I, what I, what I know it should take is what I would tell them. But then what it's actually going to take is it's just embarrassing. Dude. I mean, why haven't you fired these guys? <laughs> because I'm in a situation where I'm trying to get a replacement before I fire. I mean, I mean, like, but you know what? Like you just told me a story about like the beast, man. And I don't know. Now I'm not going to, 
played that because it was before my intro, but I will say that we just talked about bees and that's something we're so passionate about. We just talked about how you're a beekeeper. Ian is one of the most interesting people on earth right here. Okay. So if you want to know about bees, hit up Ian, bring bees Absolutely. I can talk for days. Actually, you can talk for days, but you just told me when you made the decision to go and get the bees, there was probably a lot of contemplating beforehand. There was probably a lot of times where you researched it and thought about it and said, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if the neighbors will be okay with it. I don't know. Like all these things and all these thoughts that prohibited you from wanting to do what you know you, you wanted to do. And then one morning you said, what? You woke up and said, I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. It's analysis paralysis. I love that term. Right? Analysis paralysis. You're going through that. Well, I got to make sure I have someone. Let me ask you this. That helper you hired. Do you think he's a good person and somebody that's going to be beneficial to your vision and the way you do things in a helper role? I think so. Um, I'm a little bit on the edge right now because he has taken, he's showing up work to work a little bit late, a couple of days. He's taken a couple of days off for whatever reason. I mean, it seems like he cares and he wants to learn and stuff like that, but I mean, I, it's hard to say. It's so let me say. ask you another question. I'm going to yeah. challenge you today. Absolutely. All right, this is what I do. And I, I love this because if you actually listen to me and you do it, there's something's going to happen. You know, that's the cool part. Something will happen. That's what you need right now. You're in a dormancy stage, but let me ask you this. If you had a certain number in terms of urgency, right? Like an urgency meter of how urgent it is for you to find that replacement on a scale of one to 10 at this very moment today, mm -hmm. 10 being, I have no one to do these jobs and I have jobs that need to be done. What number yet? I'm probably at like, I'd say like a four or five mainly because I do I think have you're at a two. That, well, the reason also do. is because the money that we're losing on these jobs is what's also making it urgent for me because it's like, holy shit, I need to get someone to replace these guys because I need to be able to be profitable. I think you're at, at a one or a two because in other words, you understand that like, if you didn't have anyone to do the work, you're doing the work, which mm -hmm. isn't a bad thing. If you're, if you really think about it, it's a, it's a bad thing in terms of business, but in terms of profit, you know, you don't have to share the money. And then I know you can do it. You're a smart guy and you're very, very talented. Okay. So that's like the worst case scenario. But like in terms of the urgency, like what's happening is that dude, three business breakthroughs ago, you were telling me that you needed to get rid of these guys. And I never met these guys, so I can only speculate and I could try to look at things in a positive manner and we could go through all the checks and balances. But listen, dude, if it's been that long, you should have made this decision a very long time ago and mm -hmm. moved on and get rid of the scarcity mindset that you can't find anyone else. You have one of the most valuable things in the floor installation sector, the ability to acquire leads and convert those leads into sales. Technicians that are good at production typically do not have that ability. They rely on floor stores. They rely on word of mouth. They rely on old marketing that was never, you know, like, like phone books and freaking things that mm -hmm. aren't of digital age now. Okay. This is Door still locker. happening where it's almost like when, when uh friggin', you know, what is it? The, uh, the, the digital currency. Right. There was an adoption phase that happened and we're not even there yet when it comes to trades, adopting digital marketing in terms of acquiring customers. So you're still at a point where, hey, hey, technicians, I have jobs. You need them. I'll pay you a little more than what you're getting now. Hello. Mm -hmm. And you should be building a subcontractor based business at this point where you are not tied to an hourly wage. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. What is the motivation for your team? You know, for me, like in my painting business, we're all hourly. First of all, painting and carpentry are two different things. I have a flooring team, so I can resonate with you now. Okay. Listen, bro. I get it. The jobs take long, especially because my father-in-law is a freaking perfectionist, dude. Like he wants to make sure it's perfect and they have good aesthetics on the job. I have a good team. It's him and Julio and they just knock it out. But dude, I'm always behind on when I think things are going to be done. Oh, the toilet needs to be removed. Oh, the ring around the toilet, you know, so on and so forth. The toilet has to be reset. Dude, they're sitting in a bathroom all day getting the bathroom done. Right. And it's like, man, I thought that would be, you know, I can't utilize my painting mind for that. So what I do is essentially, I just, I just understand that there's going to be a buffer that needs to be placed there and I have to eat it. And I'm not going to change that. But for you, I mean, I know my father-in-law has my best interest in mind. I don't think that you believe that your teammates have your best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. Personally. No, I agree. Like I was also juggling the option of like me getting another person in like just one installer, then me going on site with the installer, the helper. Dude, you're, you're in the red zone again. I mean, in terms of like, I mean, you won't go to an estimate in over a month. What are you doing? I mean, I really, like that's why really, I mean, I could have been actually, you know, growing my business enough to get a second team in technically no, because of no, how many no, jobs no, I've had up. No. I mean, I'm saying many, because of how many jobs I've been having, if I had the right team already. No, it's about burning the ships, bro. Like, seriously, like, honestly, it's burning the ships because you've got to challenge yourself to a point where how good are you? How good do you believe you are as a business owner to be able to survive a storm? Right. You have people here that have been dragging you along for for months, man. Hmm. And you won't make the decision. You just keep hanging in with them. It's like a bad relationship. It's like, oh, well, they're good sometimes, but most of the time they treat me like crap, but they're good sometimes. And they give me what I need. Isn't that, isn't that something that somebody in an abusive relationship would say? Absolutely. And don't you feel like in a business sense that you're in an abusive relationship? For sure. Okay. So at what point are you going to either cut the ties? Cause they're putting you in a slight business depression mm-hmm. is what's happening. Absolutely. I agree. And that's not fair. That's not fair because you're a good boss and you want, you want people to succeed and make money and they're, they're they're raking you, bro. Especially because I know how much they're getting paid, Mm -hmm. you know? So what motivation do they have to to do what you say when it comes to timeframe, they could just BS you and say, Oh, well, this one took a little longer and they're playing on their phone for 45 minutes in the garage. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, bro, you know, who has an incentive, a subcontractor who knows that, (laughs) Hey dude, you got six days to get it done. How are you going to do it? Exactly. Yeah. Like in this business, I'm learning that the, for flooring contractor, dude, you gotta, you gotta try the sub model until you yeah. get to a point where maybe you bring in a, a, a team of two on the employee side, or you already tried that. Like, I don't think that's working right now. And it's going to take you too long to nurture that employee relationship. I mean, that's, that's a long feedback loop where you could just hustle and find floor installation subs and pair them with customers and be a middleman like and then not deal with this issue of how long jobs take Mm -hmm. for the first week or two first few jobs sit on their quality see how they do and what's cool is you know how to fix it Mm -hmm. i think you need to get rid of your your guys now i mean what are you waiting for i want to know what are you waiting for i think i was just waiting for I guess Bro, like if you safety. fired your guys right now, do you know how focused you would be on actually finding somebody and how urgent you'd be? You go from your little one to two of actually caring and hustling and, and doing these intangible things that you need to do in order to grow a business and keep a business. 
bro, I'm in hustle mode every day. There's always something I got to hustle and do and grit through, whether it's condemning an employee for the poor behavior, whether it's showing up at a job when I know things are running too slow and being a presence there and talking to a customer, you know, or, or, or just, I'm in a hustle mode at all times. I'm on high alert, bro. I'm looking at my garden and making sure no freaking weeds are growing. Your garden's overflowing with weeds, overflowing. Something happened, bro. Something happened. Either you got too comfortable enjoying the fact that you don't have to work and you just get to sell and, and, and be home. That could have happened. You stop pushing the freaking button in terms of growth, hiring, selling, hustling. You, mm-hmm. Something happened. You got comfortable. And I think in your business, it's like, oh, whatever. You know, I go to work each day. Ian does his thing. And I just, you know, he keeps telling me that I need to get things done quicker. And he doesn't understand. And I'm not, you know, this won't change. Yeah. He, they, they you feel, know what? They, they might spark like- up for one job. But bro, like we're talking about character issues now. We're not talking about performance. If you told me my guys are perfectionists and, you know, they're, they're, they're great and, you know, they just treat every house amazing. And it's just taking them too long. I'd be like, well, you know, you need to do a better job of selling that. So people pay for that. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it doesn't sound like that, dude. It sounds like you have two kids that rush home after work and, you know, show up when they want in the morning and, you know. They're just, it's a job. Yeah. And they don't That's care true. because they know that you got to deal with the homeowner and they don't really care. I'll set this here. I'll put this here. Oh, I don't need plastic here. I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And like another thing, when I, when I got to the site, uh, the day I found all the garbage on the, um, the bed and stuff like that, like the, there was the, cause one guy's office, because he has a nose surgery going on. There is, you know, one gentleman, which is the main installer. And then the helper was working. The helper was taking tools out of the house and the installer was sitting in his car while I was turned on as I pulled up to the job site. And as I parked my truck, he puts head out the window and says, Hey, do you need me? And I said, of course I do. Why, what the fuck's Trevor doing? Just, you know, moving all the stuff by himself, get your ass in there and help him move all the, the, the tools outside. We have to load my truck. Oh, what are you waiting for? I know. Absolutely. You're a hundred percent right. And I, I've had talks. Dude, you're with- going to, your business is sinking, bro. Yeah, like sinking. And I think like we've narrowed down so many different things we've narrowed down. I think you've had a sales issue because of this same issue that's never changed. Yeah. Okay, dude, let them go today and go finish whatever they're doing. You need to understand, bro, this is a business that could change the course of your life, bro. Mm-hmm. The course of your girlfriend and, 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 and your kids one day, bro, if you get it right. And you're on the cusp of just losing it because For of sure. other people, bro. You don't understand, man. I'm nice on this podcast, bro. And I and and listen, I'm very nice to my employees, but there's a certain level no one crosses with me. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they know I've let go of people and they see that. I don't care. Yeah. If you disrespect me or you you hurt the integrity of this business that I've broken my butt for for five years that helps support my family and all the people around me. And you want to compromise that because you're lazy or you're inconsiderate, or you don't value the opportunity gone. Mm-hmm. I let some, I let somebody go four weeks ago. That was the most recent let go, but you know what? Guess what? I'm getting better at it. You got to get better at letting people go. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, 
So you're saying instead of going the employee route, you think it'd be better to go the sub route? I think it would be better for you to fire these people and actually sit with yourself for a day and figure out what you need to do mm-hmm. and then take action. Right. So here's, here, here, here's how it works. Ian. I'm going to give you a, a break, a breakdown of this decision. Okay. Cause anytime we make a decision when it comes to business or life, there's this kind of like system that happens, right? So the decision we're thinking of is should I purge my team and start fresh? Okay. And sometimes things creep in, right? You have two options though. You can operate with faith that the decision is going to be a good one and it's going to operate favorably, or you can operate in a fear-based mindset. Well, how are my team going to feel about this? What's it going to do to them? Is this the right thing to do? What am I going to do with the jobs I have? What am I going to do with all my customers? What am I going to do? I'm going to have to go back to work. Like you're going to battle that. That's going to happen. You're going to pick one. Okay. If you pick the fear one, you're going to stay right where you are. And right where you are is not a good place to be mm-hmm. at all. There's no, no, nothing good happening here, right? Like you're a little depressed. You're not going to estimates because you don't even want to sell your work because your product sucks. Okay. And you're embarrassed. You know, you have a high-end client that's wanting quality and you exude quality in your branding and the way you do business and the way you communicate, definitely in the software you use. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Damn so right. you have, you know, so, so, but the option that I opt for whenever a decision comes my way is faith. What are the good outcomes? You always got to look at it like that in business. What are the good outcomes? Because either way, you don't know in any big decision in business, you don't know what the outcome is going to be. So opt for the, the faith-based optimistic route, which is new opportunity. It's going to push me to grow. I'm going to be forced to find good help. I have an opportunity to, to revitalize this business. I owe this to my customers. I owe this to my family. I owe this to myself. I'm not going to be taken advantage of. I'm going to get better at recruiting, better at firing. That's a skill set, actually, believe it. Mm-hmm. Firing people is a skill set. Knowing when to and why to, right? From there, Ian, you've got to understand that there's some sort of, there's some sort of action that will need to be taken place, okay? Now, that action in this scenario of your decision is actually doing it, and it needs mm-hmm. to be done quickly, okay? Because what happens is when you ride that wave of the faith and the optimism, okay, you need to operate quickly or else it just dies down, right? And we start overthinking, 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 overthinking. You've been in that phase for freaking the last three business breakthroughs. You haven't mm-hmm. moved beyond that, okay? So taking massive action. But the problem is, is that there's something stopping you from taking the action, right? And it could be the fears creeping in. It could be the thoughts creeping in. But what I usually do is I look for the, this is the, the key component in any decision-making in, in business whenever we're getting, we're growing outside of what we're used to. We're getting out of our comfort zone. It's the why. It's that thing that is only, it's intrinsic to you. And usually for me, I look at the why as the whole people that, that need my business to pay their bills, me, my kids, everything that I stand for. And if somebody is compromising that why, then easy, easy decision gets made at that point in time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, what is your why? Why the hell are you doing this? Why did you start a business, bro? I think it was mainly to secure a future for me and you know, my girlfriend and guess what, you know, those two guys that are dicking around in your jobs are taking that away from you and your girlfriend and the Mm -hmm. people that care about you and the fact that you cared for them. And every day that goes by where you just don't make an action move, 
that gets compromised. That future that you're seeing in your head of having a business that you can be proud of, trucks with Brink construction on it, right? People that value you, customers just know you based off of your reputation, gone because you can't make a decision to let people go when it's time to let them go. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Absolutely. How crazy is that, dude? Come on. You're better. You're better than that. It's time. At this point, it's time. So give me, give me a reason as to why you could not make that decision. Um, I think it was exactly what you mentioned, like the fear of like everything was coming in, like the, what am I, like, I'm going to have to go back to work. Business like, you know, owners make the tough decisions, bro. Everything mm -hmm. you've made up into this point, you've went through that same process that I described to you. Decision, faith or fear. And you've operated with faith every time. In other words, when you quit your job to start your business, did you operate with faith or fear? Faith. Okay. When you made the decision to hire a marketing company, did you operate with faith or fear? Faith. When you found me and we did business breakthroughs and you thought maybe you know, there were some thoughts of like, am I going to be vulnerable? Is this going to, this guy a, a jerk? Am I going to get embarrassed? Did you operate with faith or fear? Faith. Okay. So when you decided not to take on any other work and you actually took my advice, you niched down on floors, you operate on faith or fear? Faith. Okay. So every step of the way in all the good decisions you've made, when you reflect back on the decision and you understand, actually, that was pretty good. You operated on faith. But then this one decision that's coming up, there's something in your brain that's saying fear, 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 fear. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know why? Because it's unfamiliar territory. Mm -hmm. Like everything else was though. You've never hired a marketing company. You've never used a CRM software. You've never had, probably had coaching like this on a consistent basis where someone just rips you apart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, absolutely. No, you're so right. So why <clears throat> stop now? And, and, and here's the thing. There's a megaphone in your brain. Maybe probably is your girlfriend saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, hurry up. Cause you can't advance beyond this point. It makes sense. Now you're at a standstill because you're afraid to cut ties. Part of it is because you're afraid that you won't find good help. That's number one. Mm. I know that for a fact. You're 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 tied to their skill sets because it's convenient. That's not Absolutely. good. Okay. That's not good. We don't keep people around us because it's convenient. No one is greater than the whole in my business. I don't care if it's the most skilled person, person that's been with me the longest. You cross me, you disrespect the company, or you disrespect my values, gone. No one's better. Yeah. I'll step in and paint. I don't care. So I find someone. Um, so the the one thing I do have to look into, I I mean, I have to see what the labor laws are here for for firing people because from what we did a quick Google search, it seems like you need to give them a two weeks heads up, um, before they end work unless they want to leave early. So I have to look more into that, but I definitely will look into that today. Hey, as give I them have. a two weeks heads up, and then there's no work for the business. Sorry, you can't find anything. <laughs> and then yeah, take the time to think. To, to I'm sorry. I just don't have empathy, you know, for, for people that disrespect the job site like that disrespect. Absolutely. You know, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, and, and at this point it's like, Ian, dude, your business, you're not going to succeed this way. You're not. No, for sure. Happen. There's no way you got to get, you got to get confident in yourself as a business owner to be able to make these decisions and be okay with the outcome. Right. Like either way, like the, the, I, has this thought crossed your mind? What would my business like if I let go of these people? 
uh, what would my business become or be like if yeah, that just... both become? What would it become if I let go of these people? Yeah, definitely. I I I I've analyzed everything. Like I think about every decision. What's so going to happen? So do you understand that the people are your product? Absolutely. Okay. So if the product is less than desirable for both you and the customer, because you don't you don't even want to sell it to them, mm-hmm. you don't have a good product, and they're not going to change. That's the product. That's what they get when they show up. Yeah. That's what they get. So for me, man, I'm looking at it like this, man. I mean, like, Ian, you know, you have nothing to lose. You've already, you've already lost. You've already experienced being alone in business. You've already quit. Maybe keep the helper around if you want. So you have someone to, to, to start with fresh who has probably, you know, given benefit of doubt. I assume if you want, you know, I think there's some weird things with the showing up and, Mm-hmm. Again, man, like you've got to have this certain level of like, don't mess with me. <laughs> yeah. You know, like don't mess with me. You won't have a job. You don't understand what I provide. They don't understand what it takes to be a business owner. It's not easy. Sometimes yeah. it sucks, dude. Your phone never stops. You're working on the weekends. You're up late at night. You're, you're, you're doing coaching. You're getting marketing. You're trying everything you can to build something so these people can feed their families. Yeah. Where's their, where, where, where do they pitch in? And the other thing is like a lot of the times the guys will be like, Hey, can you give us a hand on site today? And it's just like, sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, if, if we're already 10 days over, like, yes, I can go on site and help. But the whole point of me paying you two guys was for me to be able to put my time elsewhere with it for yeah. the business. I don't think anyone in my business has ever asked me that. I don't think they would even try that. They'd be like, that's so embarrassing. Like, the, or the fact that I have to hop in the truck to load the tools because they can't figure out how to properly put the tools in the truck to fit a bin with the tools and it took me five seconds to be able to fit it but now the other thing is the other day uh i talked to a guy who so there's two questions i have for you one i talked to a guy who was asking to be a subcontractor for me and i offered him a job within my business as a full-time employee now he did tell me, he's like, if I do end up deciding to, you know, take you up on this offer, um, I do want to let you know that I have a future where I would like to start my own business and stuff like that. And I talked to him about maybe starting in my business as a full-time employee and I provide him with helpers who he will help train. And I will be there as well to listen to what he has to train for them. Cause he's a very experienced person. He was showing me some of his work and it was very good. And I was thinking maybe using him as a tool to train up people who are newer to then when the time where he does want to leave. And you need to make money, man. I mean, this no, is I just, know. you got to understand, you got somebody that came your way that has experience. Help him, help him get legal and turn him into a sub. Well, he is a sub currently. Perfect. So what are you trying to do here? Let well, him be originally, a sub. I wasn't thinking about going to sub arrest. They'll try to do. No, I think now, you know me, I'm all employees, but in this specific sector with your specific situation, with the fact that you can't really dial down a production system in a sense, you have to, you know, you got to get profitable first. Like yeah. this time when I hear your situation, that guy should be a sub, go find a job and sell it for him. Okay. I think I'll do that then. And then my other problem is like, I've tried trying to find subs in the past, but like I talk to people who use subs and they say, you just got to know people, which is always what the response is. You got to know people. Well, when you don't know anyone, <laughs> it's kind of a little bit hard to figure out this whole finding subs. Cause a lot of times, like when I do try to look up companies on Google or whatever, the people who I'm looking for don't have Google listings. You know, the, the people who I look for are the ones that are like 
all word to mouth type guys. You know what I mean? The ones who are going to charge less for the product so I can still make a profit on it and not be at industry standard pricing. Um, also, like the number, works, the, the number one skill set that you've got to learn is resourcefulness, Ian. And you are pretty damn resourceful yeah. when it comes to a lot of different things, man. And it's like, just block out the excuses and all the things that you're saying about you can't find people and all this. Use your reticular activating system in here. This thing, if you set your sights on it, it's pretty badass. It's like a GPS, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you're focusing on. My goal today is to meet one subcontractor. And you make that goal your goal every day for seven days. Do you believe in your head that you'll find a freaking flooring subcontractor if you're if you talk to enough people or you get their connections or you reach out to other trades that have worked with someone before? Probably, yeah, for sure. How bad do you want it, bro? Absolutely, I want it. I mean, really, now, I mean, you know, like you're an, an analysis guy. That's how you work. And I get that. But sometimes you got to be a little off the off the off the chain when it comes to how you do things. And, and in this scenario, bro, like all we're getting too deep because this is what mm -hmm. happens. We get way too deep. We go for an hour. There were really good points. And then there were some points. And at the end, we, we talk about some things. And then that's what you do, bro. You need to fire your team. Today, that's like, hundred percent. That's hundred percent. Like, on the table. We can't go any further, Ian. Like that needs to mm -hmm. happen, okay? Because the thing about it is, urgency will occur, right? You make that decision, urgency occurs, and then guess what? You reach out to the guy that God gave you, okay? Spoke to you, right? He came in. I don't know. You just brought him up, and that's your sub. Get started. What are you waiting for? Okay. Next shot. Do you have any jobs in the pipeline? Uh, yeah, I got like four that I have to schedule. Okay, still. why can't you give one of those jobs to that guy? I can definitely. Give it all have, to him. I have one scheduled for Call him and say, hey, I got four jobs for you in a row. Yeah. Okay. Do you need a deposit? And then the other thing I was going to ask is uh, when I do sub work, do you still try to make 50% on these guys or is it just Dude, more? Right now, it's just about figuring out how to produce good work. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry about making money. Make enough to pay your bills. Just make sure that they're, hey, for this one, it's going to be this. This is what I could do. I'll start you off here. You know, this is what I sold it for. You know, let's talk about that. You're going to have to build that relationship yeah. with that, with this guy about what he wants and you do whatever you can to keep him. Okay. He doesn't want to sell. He doesn't want to market. You know, Fair. he doesn't want to do it. Why don't you ask him who he knows? I'm sure he knows some other flooring contractors around town. Yeah. And then just be a freaking uh, sales and marketing company for flooring jobs. And customer service company, it's needed, bro. Here in the United States, do you know how many painting businesses operate off the sub model and crush it? Oh, yeah. Crush it just because they narrow down the sales system, they narrow down the marketing, and then they have a good network of subcontractors. Fair. I think, yeah, no, definitely. I think it's time for them to go. I think it's just like, it was time uh, for them the to fear go. Three there, but I'll ago. try I tried my to best. keep them around. That was me. I tried, well, I tried to look for all the angles. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, there's some more training or maybe this needs to happen or maybe they're, you know, and, and now I'm at the point now, bro, we're three months into this, four months maybe. I don't know. We've been talking for a while yeah. and nothing's changing. Bro, you, yeah. you, as a business owner, you need to be empowered, enthusiastic, energetic, and confident. If you're not those things in front of your customers, you're wasting your money on marketing. They're not going to buy from you. Yeah. I do not buy from people that don't excite me. Mm -hmm. Even if the, if, if I go to a restaurant, like if you're not excited, I'm not asking you what you like on the menu. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you just come up, like, uh, but if you come up, Hey, how's it going? Oh, what are your favorite things on the menu? You know, I want to know, like, I, I don't know. It's something for me. Like, I, I don't really want to buy from you. I, I just, you know, if you come, you know, dull with me and you're not like confident, like I'm like, all right, whatever. And you yeah. don't get that good of a tip from me. I mean, honestly, like that's part of the, the game. Like you'll get the average, you know, 20%, but like, I want to hook people up that bring it with enthusiasm, create that good experience, you know, especially as a business owner, you see that, right? I used you to see the hustle. For, I used to serve for four years, bro. So I see it. I see it from both sides. But yeah, I feel like a lot of servers to... don't really care about that. Or they, in they don't see... Maybe, yeah. Canada, you guys yeah. don't tip there. We do. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, I feel like there's it's a lot different. of people who don't and you understand guys charge that for, you can You guys charge harder. for refills there, don't you? Uh, some places do, see, and I hate would, them. That would make me, that would make me upset. I, would, I cry every time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't give me a, a refill? And you now, guys there... feel it halfway with ice anyway. <laughs> I always get no ice for that reason. Um, Do you? But yeah, absolutely. I don't drink ice <laughs> in any of my drinks. But uh, I was going to say, there's one more thing that I wanted to ask you about, and I don't know if we want to talk about it this time or maybe another time. No, but... I'm going to stop you right here. Okay. There's nothing else that needs to be talked about, Ian. Don't come back here unless you tell me, all right, starting fresh. I'm serious, man. I mean, that's part of what a coach does, is that I look at your weak spots and I tell you to make a move. Are you going to choose faith or fear today? Which one? faith okay it's it's that simple if you just ride the wave of faith in all of your decision making okay you're going to end up in a much better place than where you are now okay because the cool thing is let's say this turns out to be a bad decision and let's say you made a mistake quote unquote Mm -hmm. that's not the end of it you're going to learn from it absolutely because the game's not over you're not just going to drop your business You got to cut your losses at that point and say, what did I do wrong? Was I bad on hiring? Was I bad on management? Did I not, did I not train properly? Mm -hmm. What happened Ian? And then you say, okay, we're not going to do that again. So the next time by default, you're going to improve. Like you've got to learn and master the skill set of leadership. And that is recruiting. That is motivating. That is management. That is all of these things, camaraderie, culture, and all these things. And sometimes it's making the tough decisions. Mm-hmm. That's, that's part of it. And it sucks. Trust me. You don't think I'm like sugar. Oh, it's easy. Just let people go. You got to look <laughs> these people in the face and say, look, man, this ain't working out. That's yeah. tough, man. But can you do it? Because right now, if, if, if you, if, if honestly, dude, if it was an easy thing for you to do, you would have done it by now. Your heart's getting in the way. And dude, if anyone has a heart when it comes to people, it is me. But I also understand when I'm being taken advantage of. And I mm-hmm. also understand when I'm, I'm not feeling the reciprocity of what I'm providing and the warnings and the pleading and, the, and, and, and my cut, I mean, everything. At this point, Ian, you're just getting railed personally from this, mm-hmm. what you're telling me and what I've heard from you in the past. I think I have the authority to say that now. Do you yeah. agree? I kind of yeah. know now what's going on. For sure. Don't come back unless you've made that decision. For sure. I think today's the time, the day where I'll look into the labor laws and everything and see what I can do. No, you're a business owner. Okay. Make the decision, look into the labor laws, all that. That's great. Make the decision. Don't get paralysis by analysis again, going into labor. Yeah. Look, if you had no work, what would happen? Yeah, it's true. 
don't give me that labor law stuff, bro. All right. Cause it's like, I, I don't, I don't even care, man. It's like, you know, if you want to give a severance pay, if you have that much, you know, look, I mean, Hey, look, I can give you a week's pay, but you know, I'm phasing out this part of the business. I'm not, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know you, but right now you just told me you're not going on estimates anymore. You're not excited about business. You love your business, bro. You love your brand. You, yeah. you know, you, you really do. You, you embody that brand, that brink, like you're really passionate about that. And do you feel like that's been stolen from you? Yeah, for sure. Well, how much longer is it going to take? Um, well, 30 minutes, maybe <laughs> 30 minutes. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, please don't come back on this, on this or talk to me until this decision has been made because you're going to grow from Absolutely. this. And Absolutely. you know what? Let me, let me help you with one more thing. Cause this helps me. Yep. The two people that you're going to make this decision about, they're going to grow too. Yeah, that's true. You're not helping them. You're enabling them to continue the poor behavior that they probably have in other areas of their life. Mm -hmm. If that's their standard. Hey, do you need my help? Yeah, I need your help. What are you doing? You know, come on. It's a business. You're getting paid. <laughs> like, get out of the car. Yeah. What other areas in their life are they acting that way? And it's like, give, you're giving them a wake up call. That's leadership. Sometimes I had people that I really do care about, trust me, and wanted the best for and helped. But when it came time to let them go, it sucked because I knew they'd be out. But guess what? It's going to force them to do for the next opportunity that comes their way. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to be a steward of growth for other people. Get out of their way. And that's the same in a relationship, right? If you're in a toxic relationship, you're not helped. No one's being helped there. That's true. Let them move I've, on. I've said let that to go. my friend. If you care about the one. person, let them go. Absolutely. You're right. So relationships and business are very similar, man. One thing I do have to ask, um, as I mentioned, one of my guys are just coming out of a surgery in their office week. <laughs> do I, Ian. should I give him the week of pay at least? Make that decision in your heart, bro. I guess that's okay. true. Yeah. That's for you to decide. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. All I know is, is that you're in a sinking ship. Either you do this or nothing will change, my friend, mm -hmm. for anyone. Okay? I mean, that's Fair. the reality of the situation, man. Nothing's going to change. And change needs to happen here, whether good or bad. It's okay. Maybe you made, Maybe once you make this decision, everything goes to crap. But, but what happens? You're like, okay, all right. I got to step up now. I got to, I got to be better. I got to be more resourceful. I got to, I got to knock on more doors, man. I got to get back into that mode of grinding, bro. The hustlers win Yeah. over time, you know, tough decisions. Every time I've let go of somebody that I knew I needed to let go of, trust me, there was a lot of contemplation. I'm only able to speak to you in this way because I've done this. Okay. Yeah. I'm not coming at you. Like I've never fired people that I care about as people, but when the tough decision was made and I made it, bro, let me tell you the feeling afterward is awesome. It's like, wow, that's done. I can start fresh. Now I know what to look for. Mm -hmm. Now I know which direction to head it. My team feels the less pressure now. They don't feel that pressure anymore. And it creates a certain level of authority that you need as a business owner, man. Mm -hmm. There's people listening to this, dude, 100%, that have someone in their business right now that is – just like what you're saying, you're not a lone ranger here, bro. Everyone deals with this, but it's like, bro, you, you have to understand the, the, the whole is greater than the individual when it comes to business. And right now, if you had 
two other crews and this one crew was just bringing down your guys's mojo, what would you do? Let them go easily. Yeah, easily. Why? Because you have two other crews. Yeah. It wouldn't even I, be much of a conversation, but this is all you got. This is all exactly. This is this is all bring up. That's your fault though. But guess what? You have one other guy that seems to be good. You guys had a good conversation. He cares enough to own his own business. Well, help him continue to grow his own business through a vehicle of subcontracting instead of making him feel like he's taking a step back as your employee. Yeah, Empower him. Say, look, man, you know what? You want to do your own business thing? I'm going to sell and market for you. Let's work something out. I have four jobs ready to go. Call him right after this phone call and say, let's do this. Yeah, fair. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Good luck. Awesome. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, bro. We also have the thing after this though, eh? Oh, do we? Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> we got another thing to do. <laughs> All right, hold on. What's up, everyone? Thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. Now, please hang out for a little bit longer. If you are someone that's interested in drip jobs, maybe you heard about it. You're like, what the heck is it? Or maybe you are on the fence and you're getting ready to do it. You just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Uh, I like to drop in an audio here. It's called a pro spotlight. So what we're doing is we're handpicking contractors that are just crushing it with drip jobs and they are agreeing to talk a little bit about it. So the next one coming up here is my good friend Aaron with Bounty Painting. And I think he does a pretty good job of explaining how drip jobs is helping him out in his business. What's up everyone? I got my good friend Aaron here, Bounty Painting who just reinvented himself as he put it in his own words in terms of growing his business. Um, he was on a business breakthrough. So if you've heard of him before, it's probably because you listened to his breakthrough session. Uh, Drip Jobs user. And today he's going to share with us some raw, authentic thoughts. We have not rehearsed this, so it could be bad. It could be good. I don't know. If it's bad, I probably won't post this. If it's good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Aaron, what's up, brother? How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm great, man. Tell me, man, let's get, tell me your thoughts, man. So you've been using it for now three months. Um, you were not a skeptic. You really just went all in because you believed in me, which I appreciate. But again, that doesn't make up for whether the software is good or bad. So tell me your thoughts, man. What has it been doing for you? Uh, right out of the gate, it follows up. And even if you're good at sales, that is the hardest thing, especially, I mean, if you want to be really successful, you've got to get good at cold calling. However, it beats everybody up. And if you've been told no by the same person two, maybe three times, it beats you up. That's just the way humans are. The best salesman I know, it beats you up. Yep. Drip Ups does it for you automatically. Yeah. One of the first jobs I got, I, I think I signed up in like October, um, maybe very early November. And instantly, um, I got a referral off the internet. And I set them up through drip jobs. It was my very first, and I know it's not this way with everybody, but it was my very first drip jobs uh, set up. It followed up with them. I got a five-star review, organic, it was not related to him. Sure. Uh, he loved the communication. I've had, I've got several stories like that. You follow up, you give them a proposal. And it's not that I forget about it. I don't have to continue to worry about all right did i follow up in a day did i follow yeah. up and there's been a couple of times when people are like hey leave me alone i'll let you know when i'm ready you can disable drip jobs it's completely customizable it's it's made it pays for itself yeah i love that man and i think 
you know, early on, it's like, well, I think that's too much communication. And my argument is, well, here's the deal. It's either you have something doing this or you have to do it. And if you have to do it, then you, chances are with how busy you are, you don't do it. And then right. nobody's happy. So, um, you know, for anyone thinking that this is too much communication, honestly, do you feel like your customers are bombarded with communication or do you feel as though it's the right amount? Customers are appreciative and the, 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 sum, the average customer, not the, not the outliers who just don't like it, but the average customer, do you think appreciate the communication? Yes. Good. Absolutely. Um, wanted. point of view, cold calling is king. Sure. Um, you, you have to do that. It does it for you. Like I said, um, it has, I'm your customer. Sure. It me more money. Like for example, I got an email and one of my drips is an email saying, Hey, we couldn't wait any longer. I got two jobs two <laughs> in the last $10,000 jobs in the last 30 days because of that email. That's crazy. Here's the one thing. Anybody looking at drip jobs, go through and read all the drips. Because on the first one of those jobs, I always do an exit interview. Why'd you pick me? How many bids did you get? Yeah. Yada, yada. And I'm like, well, I got your email. And she said, the customer said, that was your email. I'm like, oh, wow. so I looked. Yeah. But I was glad it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, go through it first. So you know, when the customer responds to you, like what it is that you're doing. Now, yeah. some people think like, all right, well, drip jobs is like this, you know, communication thing. That's cool. But it's not just that, right? You can create proposals, you can project manage. Like what we're trying to do is create an all-in-one solution for you. In terms of the proposal presentation, we just released an update on the look and feel of it. What do you think of that, man? Is it, is it helping you in terms of uh, showcasing how professional you are based off of how it looks? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You look, that's one of the things I always get in that get in an exit interview if they've had three bids or two bids or whatever my price is usually right in there closer to sure. the top um what i get my proposals on is professionalism mm -hmm. um the way i communicate which is all drift jobs <laughs> yeah i don't it takes all of that off my plate sure um, in my business breakthrough in october november or whatever it was um i didn't have any employees i got four employees i'm just now I'm just now starting to be able to, to not have to be at the job. I still have to set them up. I don't have a lead yeah. painter. Oh, you're um, killing it, man. But I don't have to be on the job. A huge part of that is drip jobs. Wow. Yeah. Just able to schedule, communicate with my customers, uh, current customers, um, potential customers. It's for, for the price point. And I hate to say this to you because I like the price point I'm at for the price point. It's and there's no contract. You don't have to sign up for a year. You don't have to sign no. if you sign I don't even let any I don't even let anyone do that. Right. It's a no-brainer. Wow. My, I mean, my you can't say it any better. Someone told me yesterday they would pay a thousand dollars per month for it. And I said, easy, buddy. Yeah, slow down. Slow down, pal. No, I'm kidding. I love it. You know, and it's awesome. Like in any situation, Aaron, like even me as a painting contractor and the way that I sell, realistically, I want to create more value than, than you feel like you're going to get. Like, in other words, I want to exceed your expectation. That's how you run your business, right? Like your customer pays you X amount of money. And then even though like you could do the bare minimum, 
it's natural for business owners that care to go a little above and beyond. And it's like, you know, I love that, man, because that's one of my goals is to like, wow you. And I think that, the, you know, the barrier is, is that in the same way, you ready for this? In the same way that when customers interview us as their painters, Aaron, they see the price and they instantly compare it to the people that came before them. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, this company came in at, you know, half your price. And it's like, okay, well, drip jobs is on the higher end, which isn't really that much. I call, I say, I tell people it's three gallons of paint a month, right? So you waste your three gallons of paint. You could have bought drip jobs right. at 147, but listen, the other estimating and invoicing softwares are 30 bucks, 40 bucks. And that's one of the barriers of entry. People say, well, Joist is 30 bucks or QuickBooks is $25. And right. it's like, so let me ask you, if you had someone tell you that, what would you say to them to justify the 147 if they went for the advanced plan, which our lowest plan is 97? What would you say to them? I don't have any short answers. I had a car dealer tell me one time they put new brakes and new rotors on when they did an oil change of on a vehicle that I had just purchased. And I went in to pick it up from the oil change. And I said, Hey, did you get a chance to look at the brakes? And he says, yeah, we put new pads and new rotors on. And I said, not only are you not charging me for it, you're not, you weren't going to mention it. And he said, Aaron, here's the deal. He says, if you don't like me, you're going to tell everybody you ever met. If you love me, if you love me, the flip side of that, you're going to tell a few people when you remember to you and I and every painter, every contractor out there is in the same boat. Um, the price, like you said, three gallons of paint, it's not like it's 10 times the price of your competition. It's a little more than your competition. It is also tailored to you. Right. It, um, to be honest, I couldn't accept uh, credit cards before it. it happens seamlessly uh yeah. to be my reviews i get more yeah. organic leads now because it asks for a review and at the end of every job in my exit interview i'm like all right you're gonna get a link to leave me a review please leave me a five-star review if not let me know why let me wow before i guarantee you're getting 90 percent reviews every single time so it is worth that wow and it is dedicated to not dedicated it's primarily uh scaled to the painting industry it is. Uh, so for three gallons of paint a month as an owner or a decision maker in your company what's your time worth sure what's your time worth that's the good question what, right there what, what's your time worth i know right. what i mean i booked two ten thousand dollar jobs because i didn't have to follow up let's cut that in half Two five thousand dollar jobs. Sure. What's your time worth to follow up on those? Yeah. To send pictures. Yeah. To find the pictures. To do all of that monkey business. What's yep. your time? Wow. It's easily worth that. Joy. Last, qu last question. All right. So somebody justifies the expense, right? But here's yep. the other side of this. Man, I gotta learn a whole new software, right? I gotta figure out how to do it. How easy is the software? Uh. Every single software takes, I hate it because it's a buzzword, a minute. This literally took about a minute. And one of the things that I have, I really appreciate while I've got you on a live call, I'll say it to your face. Thank you. When you message and have a question, you get a reply. Hey, I screwed up 
this part of the invoice. This in- <laughs> all right, I'll fix it. And he sends me a video telling me, all right, here's how yeah. you do it. Hey, maybe we should schedule a refresher course. Uh, <laughs> like, let's super- jump on again. Go over this one again. The, the tech supports there. It's really pretty easy. Um, in fact, I was surprised. We went through uh, my onboarding call and we went through it and I was really surprised as to how easy I was doing it. It's, um, it's, it's a little more, I'm not, I'm, it's not more complicated. I'm not as familiar with it when you do um, an invoice only, um, yeah. if you're a contractor or if you have to split a job into multiple you're doing something yeah. this week. Some Those weeks. features are coming soon. So no. I know what you mean. So no, it's important that you know that because <clears throat> even me, and the thing is people don't, some people don't like people just come in the drip jobs. They're like, Oh, I'm like some tech guy. No, I own a painting business and I use this every day. And I run into these things like, okay, well it rained on Monday and well, yep. we're not going to go Tuesday and Wednesday, but we got to go back Thursday and Friday. We need a way to, to, to schedule those on separate right. days. So it's on the radar, man. And I love that, man, because the feedback is good. I don't take it personal. I'm like, okay, well, you know, we got to knock that no, out too. I, I didn't mean it. It's, it's an opportunity, I guess. Um, it it's, it's easy to implement it. If you are not uh, tech savvy, tech savvy and you're using joyce or quickbooks now i gotta tell you i've used quickbooks it's way easier than quickbooks you will be booking jobs and entering people yeah. in in five and it minutes. integrates nope. with quickbooks if you use it for yep. like your accounting for and stuff. your accounting i hate no. quickbooks i am like anti-quickbooks i even at this stage with my level of technical acumen i still can't navigate quickbooks effectively no it's tough it's tough what that's really nice that drip jobs gives you as a selling point is you've got your own link and i put it on my instagram my facebook <laughs> everyone loves the link dude why wouldn't you yeah one job one job pays for it for the year plus yeah plus yeah it's huge aaron thank you my friend as always you always bring oh. energy and boost up boost me up man um Thank you again for your time. Obviously, this, you know, everything was raw. So again, my goal is to get this software in as many people's hands as possible uh, for the for the mission and what it's doing. It's freeing you, freeing your time, it's helping you grow. I mean, what greater uh, purpose is that, man? So thanks again, bro. I appreciate you. No problem. I appreciate you. Have a great All day. All right, man.